shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli. We're ringing the bell this week with Miss Sarah Bell, uh, <laughs> president and CEO of Alachi Nature Science Center. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I've wanted to have you for so long uh, for multiple reasons. Uh, primarily, you're a delight. So kind. So uh, I'm on the board of Alachi. Yes, thankful. I, I'm very thankful to be on. I don't know how long I've been on the board. Uh but it's been a while, and uh, and I was involved before that, and it's such a wonderful organization. If you don't mind, let me share what Alachi is to me. Perfect. And then I want to hear what it is to you. Okay. So to me, Alachi uh, is it's just a wonderful uh, doorway into nature. Alachi is a nature preserve and a science center. So it's all this wilderness. How many is it? 1,200, so 1,300 acres? So the preserve is 1,440 acres. 1,440 mm-hmm. acres. All right. So it's a nature preserve. So it's nature is protected. The animals are good to go. The trees, it's all protected. However, which is great, but the most beautiful thing to me is that there are trails and there's people to help you. And so it's, it's protected, but humanity is welcomed in to, in a way that still protects and preserves it, experience it, flourish in it, learn in it, grow in it. It's a beautiful thing. Wow. That was, well, can I just say ditto? Say ditto. I'll say ditto. Yeah. I'll, I'll add on. Um, I think what you hit the nail on the head with was it's about being kind of an oasis for people, mm, right? So we all live such stressed lives these days and so it's great i think for our community to have a resource Mm. that is protected that they know will continue to be there and provides opportunities um, for people whether they just want to be in nature and just have some quiet time and and we'll have people come in and say you know i don't want to come to the visitor center i don't want to participate in a program i just want to come out and be awesome we're so glad yep And then, you know, people who are really excited about protecting the environment or learning new things, maybe they don't even know they want to learn things Mm. yet, Um, but we're really glad to serve as a a resource for that, too. Um, We'd like to think of ourselves as kind of a bridge um, for people and nature. I love that. And there are physical bridges there. Physical bridges, including a brand new one being built. Mm which we hope will be a great bridge to nature Beautiful. pretty soon. If you are just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X, you're in for a treat because Miss Sarah Bell, uh, the president and CEO of Alachi Nature Center, is here with us, and we're building bridges all over the place. Love it. So, um, all right, so they've heard, if you know, audience, if you don't know what Alachi is, you know it's this way to interact with nature. There's a 14... Uh, 1,440 acre nature preserve. Let's talk about, so as you interact with it, there's trails and there's the nature center. 
How many miles of trails are we at at this point? So a little over 12. Wow. So we range from, you know, a paved trail that hopefully provides easy access for strollers um, and and smaller children or even older adults, you know, who just want a nice little walk Mm -hmm. to our backcountry trail. We opened it in February 2022, and uh, it really is suitable for prepping for the AT. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, some things you could get farther up in the mountains, but, you know, reduce your drive. So beautiful. Love that part. Um, Then with the Nature Center, so we've got several different kind of business functions, if you will, since this is a a business show. Um, We do have a Nature Academy. So Mm. we serve children from pre-K through second grade during the school year, and they spend 75% of their time outdoors, which is... Amazing. We have summer camp. We just wrapped up. We had over 1,100 registrations this summer and about 1,100 and about 200 children attended at low or no cost, which we are really excited about. Again, you know, resource for our community, nature's for everybody. So let's make sure we're making it accessible. Mm. And then certainly our field trips. So we have school field trips, but then we have kids and adults that come all summer long, too. We've got a great team of naturalists who help us spread our mission of environmental understanding. Awesome team. Incredible. And so, um, you know, we stay pretty busy uh, with those things. And then, of course, public visitors and special programs. And we've got several uh, things coming up in the fall that we're really excited about. And, you know, another exciting thing is this week is our birthday. This week is the birthday. This week, here's a crazy thing. Alachi's birthday is my birthday. What? Yeah. But you're way younger than Alachi. Well, (laughs) we'll just leave it there. I'm not younger than Alachi, sadly. But uh, Alachi is going to celebrate... 45 years this year. And so we've got some special things coming up in the fall. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about the legacy of it in a a moment, but I want to interject and then I want to talk about the Nature Academy and expound upon that. If you are out there listening and you are a person like many people who think, boy, I know it's important for kids to get out in nature. Uh, I think it might be problematic for kids to be on screens all the time playing video games. I don't want that to be the case. Look, Alachi is, is quite frankly, a solution that bring your kids, bring your grandkids, bring your friends' kids, and give to Alachi. That is amazing. Those 200 kids who went to summer camp for low or no cost, if they couldn't have afforded it, and there wasn't great donors like some of you listening, they would have been on a PlayStation. You are correct. And we just, you know, there's a significant amount of research out there about, you know, technology, not just for kids, but for all of us and how it certainly is beneficial in so many ways. But boy, it has really changed our lives a lot and created some stress, maybe unintentionally. And so there we are. We we like to have people unplug. Mm. Now I'm going off on a tangent, but if you want to be a healthy and thriving human being, then uh, you can look and see how are humans made to be. And uh, we're made to be outside Absolutely. a good bit. 
we're we're not made to be scrolling through screens. Look, I got an iPhone. I'm taking notes on an iPad right now. So I'm not saying you got to throw it out, but I'm saying get outside, move your body under the shade of the trees in the sunshine of the meadow, and that is how you're made to live, and your health will improve, and your life will improve, and improve everyone around you. Absolutely. And Sarah and her team are running an oasis in the middle of uh, northeast, let's call it Metro Atlanta, Hall County, Gwinnett County area, for you to do just that. Absolutely. Boom shagalaka. Absolutely. You got it. We're ringing the cowbell again. Okay. <laughs> um, so before we go to our first break, let's expound more upon the Nature Academy. So kids are outside. There's a pre-K through second grade. They're doing school outside? They absolutely are. So what is it? There's no such thing as bad weather, Mm. just bad clothing, right? I love that. Isn't that that the tagline? Yes. Um, So they do, you know, unless it's dangerous weather too, you know, very, very hot or thunderstorms or freezing, freezing cold, they stay outside. Mm. They utilize a lot of space in the preserve, which is great. Uh, but we also have, you know, some structured programs as well, because certainly once they're in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, we've got to learn to read, right? We're going to mm-hmm. learn some basic math. Um, and so we certainly have time for them to do that as well. But really, it's an inquiry-based model, mm. uh, very self-directed um, with the children and providing them the opportunity to kind of explore um, their own learning and um, really benefit from the physical and mental health benefits of being outside. I love it. All right, we're going to pick back up with that after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. Legacy is a word that you may think of with your business. How do you deal with coming into a legacy, sustaining and yet making your own the legacy as leader? We're about to talk about that right now with our fantastic guest, Miss Sarah Bell, President and CEO of Alachi Nature Center and Pure Delight. I'm your host, Phil Benelli. Welcome back, Sarah. So glad to be here. So, um... We were talking a little bit about many, many things, but one is that this week is Alachi's 45th uh, birthday. Correct. How cool. It is awesome. Uh, What is the history? How did Alachi... First off, I say both Alachi and Alachi. What do you say? I think it's officially Alachi. Alachi, good. But but you know, know, a lot of people call it Alachi as well. Whatever the people so, feel. Right. Whatever. Come on, get good. in nature. We don't care what you call it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, it's really been interesting to me to read the history mm-hmm. of the Park Commission, certainly, and then Alachi as well, because a lot of things came together for Alachi, even though we're celebrating 45 years, a lot came together in the 80s, mm. which is when I moved to Gainesville. Okay. And so when I accepted the job and was able to really dig into the documents and the history a little bit, it was like, oh, huh. Well, I understand that now because I was growing up wow. alongside, you know, these things happening, which is really 
Boy, interesting. You never know. There might have been someone who saw you walking home from school and was like, you know, we want to make a nature preserve so that little girl can enjoy it when she grows up. <laughs> you might have led who to the knows? creation of it somehow. Who knows? But it was really a community effort, which is what I really love about it. Mm-hmm. So we have five founding mothers. And so that was important. Then we had some other wonderful gentlemen who kind of walked alongside those folks and really created the Mm. organization from a grassroots effort. I mean, I can remember going to the curb market back in the day, and the bean house was there. So Alachi's bean house was the fundraiser. Wow. And it was really cool to be able to come in. And last year I was going through some things, you know, as you do when you come in and uh, take over in a business or a nonprofit and had the opportunity to find pictures and bandanas Mm. and things like that from Mm. the Bean House. And really it it makes you appreciate the legacy Mm -hmm. that has been created here. Um, So the land, this 1,440 acres was donated Correct. Now, that's just the preserve. The park itself is bigger, Mm. but it was all donated by Johnson & Johnson. Who had a plant in a mill village. Yes, absolutely. So, Chicopee Village. And the the intent of the gift was for the current population, which, as we know, has exploded since then, but the current and future population of the people of Hall County for recreational purposes. That was the purpose of the gift. And I feel like we are, you know, holding true to that because we have, of course, a wonderful golf course there Mm -hmm. and the bike trails and then the hiking trails and then the nature center, of course, as well. And when, do you know when it was donated? Is that 45 years ago? So it was around the, the, all transactions and the park commission and all of that um, came to be 84, 85. 84, 85. Mm -hmm. The same time that your radio show host entered this planet. There you go. So I've Maybe got this it was connection for you. too. Wow. Amazing. Uh, let me say to our listeners, and first off, just, hey, North Georgia Business Radio X, we're here. Sarah Bell, President CEO of Alachi. I'm your host, Phil Benelli. Pumped to be here. The, uh, Alachi has been huge in my life. I'm going to tell you, my whole life, I've got just loving friendships and family relationships, which have been nurtured there. My soul and body have been nurtured there. I mean, it's beautiful. I tell everybody to go there. I love it, love it, love it. And I'm sure that 45 years ago, when these five founding mothers uh, and the fellows that were their sidekicks were doing it, there were obstacles. There were challenges. There was fear and hesitation at the immensity of the task. And they persevered. We don't know everything they went through, but they did it how many of the founding mothers are still alive? Are, are Two. Two. All right. Mm-hmm. So three of them are not even here mm-hmm. to see the fruits of the labor. Two are. But what an impact it has had for tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people. And if you're listening, what is the impact that's out there for you to have? It might not be a lot. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just coaching a sports team. Maybe it's having your business where you give out Thanksgiving turkeys every year. I don't know. But... These people, and this is not the only impact they had in their life, but it, it, monumental, multi-generational, huge regional impact. Five ladies got together, said, let's right. do it. Right. And, you know, one of my favorite uh, quotes is about connecting the dots backwards, mm. right? Mm. So maybe when you're 
in the work, you can't even imagine what that impact is going to be. And you're just doing something because you think you're supposed to, right? And then you're able to look backwards on it over time and and see that thumbprint Mm. you've left. And so... You're exactly right. Beautiful. That that's, that's something that's been done for our community by those by those folks. Mm. I will tell you, if you are a landowner and you are thinking, mm, I want my land to be protected uh, into, you know, infinity, uh, I have some thoughts for you. Reach out to me, phil at hopewellfarmsga.com. Phil at HopewellFarmsJ.com. If you have land, you want to have a multi-generational impact. I've just got some thoughts to share with you. They're good ones. I, I try to make them um, that. So there's this legacy. It's been around 45 years. Amazing. There's infrastructure. There's the trails. There's all this stuff. A wonderful lady, great friend of both of us, Andrea Timpone, uh, was the first executive director. And although... Looking at her, it does not appear physically possible. She was the director for 43 years. You, Sarah, have been the director for two years. How how did that work? How, coming into this legacy and then saying, okay, I'm going to step in. I am the leader now. I want to preserve this beautiful legacy. But I also, there's things I want to do. And how do you, how'd that go? What were some things sure. you kept in mind? I'll say the first thing, somebody very wise said this to me. You know, I started out saying I have big shoes to fill because I knew I did, right? Mm -hmm. To follow somebody who's been there that long, been the only director or president was a little scary until finally somebody said to me, you can't fill those shoes. You can put your shoes beside her shoes, Mm. but you can't fill them. Mm. Oh, well, you're right. That is so true. So I really had to kind of get over that part. Got to get over that. Get over that part and then really start listening. Alachi is extraordinarily blessed with an amazing staff. So being able to rely on their expertise and listen to their thoughts on how the organization needed to move forward was incredible. Because to your point you made earlier, this amazing legacy, sometimes I sit in my office and I think, how in the world did this whole thing get built? This mm. amazing facility, mm-hmm. the whole idea. And and so you can't think about that and not appreciate everything that's been done before you. But to your point, there were directions that maybe, you know, people felt passionate about or I had personal interest in that I felt, you know, we needed to pursue. So one of the things I'm proud of uh, with our staff was they were very passionate about, again, making sure nature was open for everybody. Mm -hmm. Not that that was not a passion before, but it was kind of a renewed passion, Mm -hmm. I think, coming in, particularly after COVID. We've done many things, uh, applied for several grants and worked with uh, community organizations to kind of rebuild after COVID that presence in our community. And again, to send that message that we're here for everybody. Amen. Um, Real quick, before we take this break, I don't know, I might be stepping over toes, but I know that there are special wheelchairs that are made to go off-road and can go all over the place. If you're passionate about handicapped folks and getting outdoors... I'll actually, maybe you could donate some money to them so they could get and maintain those. We'll be right back on North Georgia (laughs) Business Radio X. 
Are you listening? Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with Sarah Bell, President and CEO of Alachi, Alachi Nature Science Center. And we were talking about um, stepping in to, to a, a legacy position uh, and how important listening is to that. And I think to leadership overall, listening. Um, and, and I will say... Uh, you know, I, I totally get how that was key for you and taking over the reins of the organization, respecting the past. And I love the respect and reverence you have. How did we get here? And you feel that responsibility, oh, sure. mm-hmm. right? That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then you, you, have, you have these dual feelings of, I want to make this the best it can be. But also, I have a little fear. I don't want to screw it up. And and you need to play to win, not to not lose. But it's good to just have that respect. So a big part of taking over a leadership role is not just your vision, but obviously the most important part is the staff. And let me say that kudos to you because I interact with a lot of great staff there. And they seem to be loving life and thriving, and I feel like your leadership has been so wonderful and impactful. I feel like they feel uh, empowered to do what they do best, and I think the listening is key to that. Well, I appreciate that, and certainly that's what I I hope. I've uh, had the opportunity to be mentored by some great, great Mm. people. We were talking Mm. about mentoring a little while ago, and I'm very thankful for that, and so I try to bring that approach to my work too. It's almost easy when you do have such a wonderful staff with great ideas and you can kind of just listen and and redirect when needed, but let them fly. Let me ask you this. So you do have a great staff with great ideas and some folks kind of have a specific role, but then some roles, you know, they cross each other. Yes. So when folks have great ideas... How do you balance when there's contrasting ideas and sifting through? You want to respect everybody, but you want to extrapolate the best. How do you handle that? Sure. So the first thing I did, one of the first things I did coming into the organization was take a look at the job descriptions. And this is, you know, one of those things Mm. that it seems so boring and so dull and, you know, bureaucratic, I guess. But to me, it's really, really important. Mm. And I took those job descriptions. I made sure we were aligned, and and we were. But I added number one, which was work as a member of a cross-functional team. Great. And so Mm. even just having that tool to return to when you need to, which is very rare, to be able to say, okay, we all have great ideas here, but we are a team. How are we going to approach this as a team? And by and large, you know, our group has come together again and again and figured out how to take the best of all of the ideas and make them work. Mm. So putting in structures that allow that collaboration to happen Mm. has been important, too. And again, back, back to mentors, you know, things I didn't come up with this on my own. I learned it from other people. But putting in meeting structures and um, a variety of teams to work on things, our strategic plan, our operational plan, have really become, you know, living documents. All right. 
And if they're living, they can be utilized. And changed when needed. Mm. So the two things I heard you mention, I love that you mentioned structure, which certainly we can overstructure things. Absolutely. Right? And you use the word living. It's got to be a um, flexible structure, um, but structure's needed. If I want to climb to the heights of the forest, I need that tree to have structure. Absolutely. If I don't want it to get blown over in the wind, it needs to be able to sway a little bit with the wind, but still hold its structure. Right. So you got to have that. So uh, you mentioned teams. So do you, do you, is that that you, and some things you get smaller teams to tackle issues as a working group? Absolutely. So we worked with our board on our strategic plan throughout the past year. Then we took that plan and built it into one-year operational plans and then Mm -hmm. set up teams. I'm not on every team. I don't need to be on every team. Mm -hmm. Then we kind of have a a lead person who is tasked with, you know, accountability for whatever the team's Mm. activities are and uh, setting up the, the processes and the steps. And again, I think to your point, you want structure but not overly structured so mm-hmm. we talk a lot about you know the sandbox so here here's the parameter of you know your work here's your sandbox but go play i love it here is your sandbox go play mm. that's a top cerebell quote <laughs> you can tweet that i tell you what audience all right so when you look at you as the leader of this organization there's a lot of things going on what are the primary things that, that are in your sandbox on a day-to-day basis? Sure. So certainly board, right? And also a budget is mm-hmm. huge. Budget, budget, always the budget. Yep. Growing growing it, hopefully, with fundraising <laughs> and adhering to it. Absolutely. Um, some human resources, of course. That's the unfun part of the job. But, you know, I feel like a great human resource structure provides support and Mm -hmm. can be a a very positive thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, then just really kind of making sure that things are on track. And so checking in, I spend so much time Mm. checking in, how's it going? You know, you're in charge of this particular piece of the plan. How can I support you in getting it done? I love it. How can I support you? Mm-hmm. And just that checking in provides accountability. Sure. You know, hey, how can I support you? You don't have to say, hey, how's that coming along? Are you doing what you're supposed to do? How can I support you implies that in a in a um, empowering way. Sure. Oof, I love it. So many good things here. Um, golly, I had a great question. I was going to ask you. I forgot <laughs> because I got so excited about the next thing that you said. Uh, oh, I know what I was going to say. Audience, I mentioned earlier just the, the wonderful things that Alachi does that, quite frankly, you you're, you cannot find elsewhere, particularly as it comes to serving our community by allowing people of all ages to get outside and not just get outside, but really interact in as deep a level as they want. You could just walk through the woods. You could just sit by a creek on a manicured trail. Or you can go and hear from scientists about all sorts of topics. Yes. I would really encourage you, if these things are important to you, give to Alachi. I'm just going to say, you need to go give to Alachi. Go to their website. Alachi is E-L-A-C-H. No. 
Yeah. Okay. Dot org. Dot org. And what I want to say with Sarah was talking about the budget. I am on the board, and I will tell you, Alachi does a very good job of being financial stewards. You know, if you're going to give to an organization, obviously you need to share passion about the mission. Alachi's mission is not going to align with everybody's mission. That's totally fine. Give to what you feel like giving to. But if this mission aligns with yours, you can feel great that your dollars are really being used in a, in a, in a way that you would be happy they're used. We work hard to do that. Yes. And, you know... I would say that it is run from the financial accounting side, like the way any business owner would want it to be run. Well, thank you. I certainly hope so. We we work really hard on that. Yes, it's mm-hmm. important, and you mm-hmm. do a good job. So go give to Alachi. There's events. What what is some upcoming oh, events? Yes, Sarah? upcoming events. So we just finished up camp. So we have a, a tiny little. I'm not even going to say lull because every season is busy at Alachi. But we do have a tiny lull with regards to our public events, but we're really excited. Uh, We are looking forward to some major events in September. So Mm -hmm. one, September 1st, is Back to Hogwarts. Back to Hogwarts? Yes, which I am sorry. I'm not up on my Harry Potter. I think my children like kind of missed that age. So I, I don't know as much about Harry Potter as I should, but it is Back to Hogwarts Day. And we're going to have a special stars event. Special stars yes, event. Very excited. Then September 9th will be our wildlife festival. Oh, we're out. And we better pick this up after the break. <laughs> wildlife <laughs> festival when we come back. Are you looking for a magical event to go to with your family and friends? Well, on September 1st, Alachi will be having a Back to Hogwarts event. And we're here with Sarah Bell, President and CEO of Alachi Nature Science Center. I, am, of course, am your host, Phil Benelli, here at North Georgia Business Radio X. So we were just talking about, uh, with Sarah, some events coming up. Yes. There is that. Hogwarts. So we have Hogwarts, but we also have our Wildlife Festival. Wildlife so Festival. So for our diehard... Alachi fans, this used to be Snake Day, but was transformed a few years ago into Wildlife Festival because we know not everyone loves snakes and that's okay, but it is part of our educational mission to help people understand, you know, how to interact safely with snakes and other wildlife and understand that importance. We are really looking forward to working with our community okay. for, in other ways in September as well. So September 16th, we'll be at Latino Fest. Oh, beautiful. Very excited about that. And September 30th, we're going to be at the Arts Council's Oktoberfest. Oh, sehr gut. Yes, we are very excited about that as well. And then we have a variety of other things that are going on. And you mentioned our website earlier that uh, I think will get people excited about either, you know, engaging, as we said, just coming and walking the trails or coming and visiting with a naturalist on Saturdays. Mm. We have Master Naturalist Light. So people who are really interested in animal care, they can come in and 
see what our animal care routine is. Wow. We're excited about that. Our liquid learning, which is uh, in partnership <laughs> with some of our local um, breweries and, and um, bars around here. We have a scientist come in and present on a different topic. So all of those things will come up in the fall, and then we'll kind of wrap up our fall season with adult camp, Camp Adult for Alachi. Oh, yeah. October 21st, which we are super excited about and thankful for our sponsors. We um, look forward to having some fun with the grownups. You know, every year when the parents and the grandparents pull through Camp Alachi, they say, when are you going to do this for grownups? Well, we listened. We had our first adult camp last year and are looking forward to this year's as well. So great time with tree climbing and archery. Axe throwing. Axe throwing. All kinds of fun for the grownups. I love it. Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, This is a wonderful event. I did not get to go last year, but I heard so many wonderful things from, from good friends. And I'm very excited to go next year or this year. It'll be here. Oh, I can just now that you said that, I'm just feeling... The nice, cool yes. October air Please. on my skin. Yes. I'm throwing an axe. My lovely bride, Lindsay's right here cheering me on or laughing at me <laughs> and having a ball. And I'm getting to do that while supporting one of the best organizations around. You just can't beat that with a stick. Well, we call it a fundraiser. Mm. So emphasis on the word fun. Emphasis on the word fun. Why not emphasize the word fun? Uh, so... We talked about the legacy, going Mm -hmm. back a little bit. The land, there's some cool Native American heritage, which we know about. Tell us about that. So we have, we're we're situated on land that we believe was occupied by Cherokee. Okay. And we have some signature Cherokee programs. We have lots of experts on our naturalist staff, Mm. right, that really enjoy kind of helping people understand some of the ways that people survived, right? And we occasionally have folks who find uh, arrowheads wow. and some other interesting things. So that's that's a really interesting part, you know, of the history. We, speaking of history, have a little more information on it. We are getting ready to open a new exhibit mm-hmm. called the Legacy Lodge. Ah. There was a small little house, if you will, that was built uh, probably about 10 years ago that served as uh, a a method for responsible um, solar panels, rooftop gardening, those kinds of things, sustainable living. And so we're repurposing that into being a little bit of history about not, not just long ago history, but history of the land and of Alachi itself. And then we're working with the master gardeners here to promote some practices for gardening sustainability. And we'll have all of that exhibit built out around the Legacy Lodge. I want to mention something else on that note about Legacy. Alachi, if you've been, you know. If you haven't been yet, I hope you'll go soon. You'll see just beautiful forest. Beautiful forest. However, as with all of this area in the North Georgia Mountains, it, it was logged. Uh, most likely the majority of it was logged. And so you can imagine as you as you walk around now, and there are some old growth trees. I mean, there's a few you can you can see which are really cool. But at some point when people were making it, you know, hey, we're gonna let it be this forest, it was not. And that took Correct. a long term vision. So 
and, and now you wouldn't be able to tell. Um, but if you've got a big daunting thing or a big dream, man, just get after it. Absolutely. It will grow. But you got to water it. You got to plant the seeds. You got to do it. And give it time. Give it mm-hmm. time. Yes. And it's so hard, Sarah. I'd love your thoughts on this. I mean, there's things you're working on. Sure. That they are going to take a long time. And I know for me, it's so important to just try to celebrate the small steps on the journey and not get overwhelmed. Absolutely. You know, we talked earlier about structures and meetings and those kinds of things, but that's how we start every meeting is celebrating. It may seem like the tiniest win, but it doesn't matter. It's really important to build that in. I think I learned that a lot from my time in the school system Mm. because uh, one time, um, change in a school system was defined to me as turning the Titanic with a toothpick. (laughs) And it can be really, really hard. Sure. So we really took a lot of opportunity there to celebrate those small little wins. You know, test scores went up one percentage point or you had enrollment that topped the year before. Whatever it was, Mm -hmm. it didn't matter. Um, which is why strategic plan and all of that is so important so that you know mm-hmm. how to celebrate going forward. Mm. On that note, so much wisdom here from Sarah. I tell you what, I'm not surprised. She's a wise <laughs> lady. Uh, you've got to enjoy and celebrate the journey. And anyone who has achieved a massive goal will tell you, you get to the top of the mountain and then you celebrate it. But then you're like, oh, what do I do now? Your your life is not complete by the achievement of any goal. You will then need another one. So it's important for you to hear, audience, if you are very unhappy with your journey right now, then do not just bear that and think, well, when this happens, I'll be happy. No, you, you need to be operating in a way in which you can appreciate the journey. That doesn't mean it's not going to be hard. It is. If you're doing anything worthwhile... It's going to be hard, um, but you have to be able to enjoy it. Do not be deceived by the uh, placebo of the journey out there uh, or the destination out there. You got to enjoy the journey. Now, those were some wise words. I've been hanging out with you for a while. <laughs> you and, and North Georgia's premier audio engineer, Bill Wilson, between the two of you, I tell you what. <laughs> but enjoy the journey, and a part of enjoying the journey is that as you're doing your work, as you're working on your mission, Sarah's got her mission. She does it great. If you're aligned with her mission, maybe she'll hire you to work at Alachi. Maybe you can give, maybe do both. Hey, uh, but as you're on the journey, working, chopping the wood, celebrating the small victories, you have to, in the words of Stephen Covey and Seven Habits, have like highly effective people, sharpen the saw. Absolutely. So correct. I know a great I place totally to do agree. that. Oh, I do too. <sighs> Mm. When I first started working in banking, it was the month that the recession started. Oh, good December time. of 07 is when I got out of banking school. And uh, oh my gosh, you know, I went to this training program, thought I knew everything, and I, I realized I didn't know anything. I got to learn it. The economy was tanking. Banking was uh, very difficult. I was working 12 hours a day every day. So many times I would go and go for a trail run at Alachi after. And that was so beneficial for me. Oof. And you know, when you're busy, sometimes that's the first thing to go. Yes. But it has to be prioritized. I totally Oof. Amen. agree. 
And if you're listening to this, uh, you do not, if you have a lot of responsibilities, do not feel guilty for going out and going out a walk at Alachi. Feel guilty if you don't and just change it. Get over the guilt. Go do it. Because the people who depend on you need you to have done that. Well said. And if it's your family, don't go take time away from them. Bring them with you. You know, bring them on the hike. Uh, I've carried kids on my shoulders or in backpacks here. Go do it. So, in summary, Sarah, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much. What a pleasure. <sighs> our, our community... been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time and remember to support our local businesses.